you are tuned in to Life Talk with Chrissy, where we discuss transformative, relatable topics to change your life. Okay. <laughs> All right, Laisha. Thank you so much for coming to Life Talk with Chrissy. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. <laughs> uh, we're just elated to have you. We want to learn all about the corporate ladder and want to learn all about corporate America. So who is Miss Fox? Who is Miss Fox? So, I'm, well, I'm obviously Laisha and um, I am the CEO and the founder of LLF Consulting. And so I've been in business for just about four years, actually four years in August. And so pretty interesting. My story was, was birth based on both my professional and my educational experience. And so Amongst my friends and my family, I've always been the go-to. I've always been the resource, whether it was writing a resume, whether it was career advice. And so um, I believe that that passion is fueled by purpose. And so I, I was at a point in my career, earlier on in my career, and I really had to sit back and assess, my, assess and just say, what's really my purpose? Absolutely. And so I realized that it was, it was fueled by helping others, um, specifically helping others be successful. Um, now successful in corporate America or just successful corporate America. in? Yep, corporate America. Absolutely. Um, more specifically, so I know a lot of people, especially that look like us, um, we have our own challenges, right? And so yeah. there are some things that, for example, there are some things that will never change about me. My skin color will never change. Never the fact change. that I'm a woman will never change. And so those are two things when I walk into a corporate setting, depending on which corporation that I'm working for, that can work for me or work against me. Now, obviously, as we move along in society, we have a lot of initiatives that are centered around diversity and inclusion, Absolutely. diversity and inclusion, which is um, creating the diversity. And so we know that, and it's no secret, it has not existed forever. And so um, we're getting better, right? Okay. And so. I specifically like to work with individuals that look like myself. Um, I work with men and women, but most importantly, how can you climb the corporate ladder? Um, I think a lot of professionals become very complacent, but I am a huge proponent that complacency breeds failure. Absolutely. And so understanding what the career trajectory looks like. So when I come into this position, I wanna work here for X amount of years and I aspire to do X amount of things and how will I get there? And so, so let me chime in really quick. Okay. So when you say you were the go-to, yeah. everyone in your family came to you. So you were pretty much the person that everyone relied on. So did that breed in you strength? Did that um, the kind of because the comma's almost like a dependency. So you kind of redirected that into the corporate field. So people now you are helping people. Absolutely. They depend on you to take them to that next level. Um, you're there, you're coaching them on how to go from what A to point B. Yeah. Um, in corporate America, we said diversity inclusion. Mm -hmm. Okay, I want to kind of hit on that real quick. Um, do you find that people of our color, because I'm African American too, for Absolutely. our listeners, um, do you find that women of our color do we shy away from opportunities? Um, let's say in a field where it's Caucasian. Mm -hmm or different ethnicities, different nationalities, do you feel like that we shy away from those opportunities because of the color of our skin? I think we're intimidated. 
And okay. I think that we're intimidated not by other races, but I think it's historically what we've gone through and what we've seen. Okay. And so I think that we kind of come into situations with a negative connotation that this is what I've seen my ancestors go through. And so I automatically think that I'll be prone to doing the same so thing. I don't have what it takes, so I Absolutely. don't have the knowledge Absolutely. or the intellect. Absolutely. I don't have the language. Absolutely. And so I think that we, we, I think sometimes we can be our own worst critics. Yeah. And so, and I'll be very honest and transparent with you, I think sometimes we inhibit our own selves from climbing the corporate ladder. So when you are dealing with, um, you said you like to deal with African-American women or women of, of, of the same color. Mm -hmm. uh, do you find yourself building up their self-esteem? It comes with Their it. confidence. Absolutely. Um, letting them know that they need to push past their insecurities because that, that that's all a part of it too, just like, you know, so, for example, they can see an opportunity. They know they're qualified mm -hmm. because they may have been to school, they got their bachelor's degree, their master's degree, their doctorate. They know they're qualified. But again, um, they may look at the dollar amount, they may look at their surroundings, the people that they have to work with, yep. um, what, they may have, what they may have to come in contact with or being subject to. Yep. And so, um, with our listeners listening in on how to climb the corporate ladder, I want you to give us a, a success story, but I also want you to give us a failure because I want them to understand that going into the corporate world, um, trying to climb the corporate ladder, trying to get that position that they know that they're qualified for, but there is something that's holding them back. So I want you to give us a success story. Okay, so I'm actually gonna use the same example for both my success and my failure. Okay. And so surprisingly, that was my business. So LLF Consulting happens to be my success story and it happens to be wow. my, my failure. More so here's so. So I, I physically don't have any children. However, I always say when people ask me if you have any children, I say I do. <laughs> and LLF Consulting is definitely my baby. And so I definitely rem remember being impregnated with the idea. And so I would say it probably took me a year before I birthed the idea. But during my pregnancy, I remember having thoughts of termination. Okay. I remember as I continue to build ideas for what my brand would look like, I remember being anxious and prematurely wanting to deliver. And so that was the first failure. I went into premature birth. And so I allowed my anxiety to take over when I had not fully vetted things. And so I kind of went into the market prematurely. And so I did not see the success that I anticipated, that I hoped for, I didn't see it. In other words, my expectations didn't meet right. my my expectations did not meet my reality. Okay. And so I have very, very lofty expectations. However, because I was premature in the process and I birthed this baby without having crossed all of my I's and dotted all of my T's, yeah. I didn't reach the heights of success that I was hoping to do so. so and you so you learned timing with everything. Absolutely. In, in that process. Absolutely. And so it took a lot for me to go back. I had to humble myself because I said, yeah, I kind of birthed this prematurely, but I, it took a lot of, a lot of ego, I will say de-stroking, um, <laughs> where I had to come back and say, this is a grand idea. And yeah. so I want to kind of rebirth it, but I want to do it the right way. And so when I prematurely birthed it, I birthed it in front of an audience of many people. And so to kind of go back and take it back and to refine it and to allow it to fully bake and then rebirth it. So when you did birth it in front of a lot of people, 
Was it not received or? Not the way that I anticipated. It wasn't that it wasn't received. It wasn't received the way that I had anticipated. Okay. I created this grand hype okay. of what it was going to be. But again, I allowed my anxiety to, to get the best of me. Yeah. And I prematurely birthed it. And so people were like, eh, you said it was going to be this, but it's really okay. this. Yeah. So it took you time. So you have to be diligent. You have to be committed to the process Consistent. of building your business, um, climbing that corporate ladder, going after that position, going after what you know that you are what? Qualified for. Right. You know that you are worthy. And I think that comes a lot with our listeners. I want them to understand that they are worthy of what they are going after, yep. whether that's in business, whether that's in life, whether that's in um, going after something that they really desire, their dream, okay? Yep. They may have a vision yep. that, that, that's been birthed. Like you said, it's, that business was birthed on the inside of you. Mm -hmm. The timing is everything, being diligent, committed, being resilient, you know, like seeing that thing through. And being able, let's talk about the no's, okay, that you will receive. Yep. Let's talk about the no's because that's important. I want you to drive that home to our listeners because I think that they need to understand that they may have to get a few no's. All right, so hit on that. Yeah. So I will tell you this. A lot of times as business owners and as professionals, we allow no to discourage us. Absolutely. But what I've learned personally is that I was told no when I wasn't ready to accept it yet. And That's so, and, and in my mind, I probably felt that I was ready to accept it. Yes, but I felt God knew that my intended plan was greater than me. And I couldn't see the latter part. Right. But he knew that right now you're not ready for not this ready. assignment. And so he gave me the no. And so now when I receive my no's, I don't look at them as, you know, a bad thing. I look at them right. as protection. I wasn't ready for that opportunity or where I'm trying to go. It just really doesn't align with my purpose. Yeah. And so that's why I was given that no as a protection. It was my barrier to say, I don't want you to enter into this space. So don't let I, that deter you. Absolutely. Whatever it is you're trying to go after. So just keep yep. keep on chipping away yep. at it. We're so conditioned yeah. to think that no is a bad thing. And it's not. It's, it's not. It's, it's not. not. It's, it's not. It's absolutely a good thing. And denial sometimes, you know, in the thing. Again, the listeners may get it where it's, I'm feeling rejected or, you know, it's, they're taking it personally. They're allowing that thing to weigh on them. Oh, it's me. It's something that I did. But no, like you said, it could be God just protecting them, covering them for something that's down the line. Absolutely. You know, so in any field, in any um, way that a person is receiving that no, take it as... It's okay. My yes is coming. Your yes is coming. My yes is coming. Just not right now. I just need to bake a little bit more. I, I need like to that. bake a little bit more. And so my yes is coming. And so there's a reason why I'm being told no. And maybe I don't see it, and that's okay. You don't have to see it. What's understood doesn't need to be explained. I also think that sometimes it's who it's coming from. That's right. You know, like if you get that no from someone that you probably that you've been anticipating, because you know you in, in, in corporate America. Let's talk a little bit about this too. <laughs> You know, people are connecting with people mm -hmm. for an opportunity. Absolutely. Right? Yep. They're trying to, um, you know, get that connection with this person just because maybe they'll remember me. Maybe they'll put my name out there, you know, for this next opportunity that I see. And I feel like in that instance, that's in life in general. Like you're trying to get connected to this person and that person does not have your destiny in their hands because Absolutely. they could remember you or not. Yep. You know? So um, I want to talk about really quick Explain and define 
climbing the corporate ladder? Great question. So success is defined differently by every professional. And so for me, I feel like every professional has aspirations for where they want to go as it relates to their career. And so that is an example of what climbing the corporate ladder is. Today I'm here, but tomorrow I'll be there. And so in order for me to get from here to there, here's some things that I have to do in order that will develop me as a professional and get me to that next level. And so in that process, of growing and developing, I accept that I'll be uncomfortable because I know that growth is intended to make me uncomfortable. You said a mouthful right there. <laughs> but who wants to be uncomfortable? That's right. Nobody wants to be uncomfortable. Nobody wants to change. But change and transformation requires Absolutely. being uncomfortable. Yes. Okay. What, be, what would be some advice for our listeners, for those who are trying to climb the corporate ladder? Give them some strategies, give this some, give them some tips. You know, everybody wanna, they want the quick way. Nobody really wants the hard way. Give them some strategies and tips about how they can climb the corporate ladder. Success doesn't happen overnight. And so I tell people all the time, you have to practice consistently being consistent. A lot of times we're very inconsistent. As humans, we like instant gratification. So we want things and we want them right we now. Want it right now. And so if it doesn't happen right now, we may put it to the side. However, when you're growing and when you're developing, you have to be okay with, I may not get this right now, or I may put hours and hours, but I may not see the end result that I'm desiring right now. It may be six months from now. It might be a year from now, but when stay you at it. you have to stay at it. Stay at and it. so you have to always understand that people are always watching. From the highest level down to the lowest level, people are always watching. And again, growth is intended to make you uncomfortable as long as you're doing business with integrity, as long as you're not doing anything to compromise your happiness, your sanity, or your integrity, keep at it. Tell our listeners, what is success? Now, I know that's kind of elementary, but I want you to break it down. What is success? So to different people, that means something different. What is success? Success to me is I'm a better woman tomorrow than I am today. I'm a better woman tomorrow than I am I know today. our listeners are just shaking their head right now. Like, <laughs> this is awesome. It's the truth. So you're striving. Yep. You know, you're constantly moving. So you're not in like a dead-end pit. You're not, you know, having a pity party. Yep. It's... I'm making strides and I'm keeping it moving. Yep. That's my version of success. I don't necessarily say that there's a certain salary amount. Yeah. I don't necessarily always tie success to a monetary value yeah. because yeah. it can't. But for me, every morning, so I affirm every morning when I wake up that I want to be a better woman today than I was yesterday. Yeah. And so as long as I'm able to say that I've learned something new, I was able to glean something from someone else, that's a version of success. I'm able to add a tool in my toolbox that will allow me to take my career a step further. Yeah. That's success to me. And you're not spinning your wheels, and guess what? You are fulfilling your purpose. Absolutely. You feel like when you're getting up every day and when you are, um, as they say, you are on the grind, yeah. doing your thing, that when you go home and you put yourself in that bed and your head hit the pillow, you have been fulfilled. Absolutely. You're not, you know, walking away from the day like, you know what, I hate my job. I was spinning my wheels. You know, I, get anything I hate done. the people I work with. Yeah. You know, I wish I never, you know, even applied here. Yeah. You know, what was I thinking? Yeah. You know, it's kind of like the regret factor. And that's a story for many corporate professionals. They, they absolutely hate it. They do. And they're stuck there because it is their livelihood. It's how they feed their families. It's how they pay their that's bills. Good. 
but however they leave it they leave a place every day where they just don't feel fulfilled and that's why I mentioned sort of when we first started talking that your you know your purpose is fueled by your passion you know I feel like time is a one resource that you can never ever get back and so it's important when I walk in my nine to five every day that this is something that I absolutely love doing because if it if it isn't then that's a different conversation that I need to have with myself why are you even doing this yeah so let me ask you this real quick. I know this is getting good. This is getting good. <laughs> what is their way out of a dead-end job? Some people feel like, I have no way out. I have no opportunity. Yeah. Um, what would you say would be their way out? How do they get out of that dead-end job? How do they get out of it? I would say fear probably is a number one reason why people stay where they are. Stay where they are. Um, for some of us, when we sit and think about what is it that I'm really supposed to do, it may mean that I may have to take a few steps back mm -hmm. from where I am now in order to get to where I'm trying to go. And it's that fear. I'm conditioned to living this lifestyle, and so I don't want to make any concessions to move backward. But you have to, you have to nix that mindset. Because you say they will have to plan to be strategic about the next move? You have to plan the work so that you can work the plan. Okay. And so I may have to take a few steps back, but that's just temporary. That's not my long-term assignment. I may have to do it for six months, but I'm okay with temporarily being uncomfortable so that I can permanently be, be comfortable. comfortable. We're we going to have to have Laisha Fox back on the show. <laughs> She's giving us some good nuggets. <laughs> All right, so Laisha, what is on the horizon for you? So I have a mini course that I am releasing. It's called Don't Leave a Dime on the Table. Love it. Um, and it's one of my personal favorite courses because I know personally, finances is a very sensitive subject for many people to talk about. Um, and so in this course, um, learners will, or should I say participants, class participants will learn how not to leave money on the table. We talk about the value of knowing your worth and how to exercise that in corporate America, yeah. how to negotiate your salary salary when you've been on the job for 10 or 15 years and you feel stuck. What does it look like to get unstuck? So it is a phenomenal class. And again, at the end of it, um, the, the intended goal of the course is to help professionals increase their value and their salaries in the marketplace. Our listeners definitely are going to have to be a part of Absolutely. that initiative. Absolutely. And in order for them to be a part, tell them how they can stay connected to you, okay. how can they reach you. Um, go ahead. Okay. So I am on social media and across platform. I'm on a, across the Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram platforms. My handle is the same. It's LLF Consulting. The letters. Ella's and Larry, Ella's and Larry, F is and Frank Consulting. And I also have an online store where um, your listeners can go and purchase some of my master classes that I have available today. And that website is climbingthecorporateladder.com. Climbingthecorporateladder.com. And again, that's where your listeners can go and find some amazing master classes that I already have right now as it pertains to climbing the corporate ladder. Okay. Now, you have a book coming, right? I do, I do, I do. And it will be released late fall. And that book is called What the Corporate Hustle Taught Me. Oh, I like that. Okay, now, when it comes out in late fall, how can they buy the book? It will be on my website. Okay. Yep. It will your be website? ClimbingTheCorporateLadder.com. Gotcha. Okay. Now, leave our listeners, we're going to wrap it up, but I want you to leave our listeners with an encouraging word. 
um, today, okay? So again, um, success doesn't happen overnight. And so, um, you know, I know in, a, in an age of social media where everyone is posting successes, remember, a lot of people aren't posting their failures. And so you have to be mindful. People post what they want you to see. And so you have to practice consistently being consistent even when you don't see the, the result right away. Know that it's coming. And so complacency breeds failure. When you're too comfortable, you probably aren't growing. And so you have to ask yourself, as I aspire to climb the corporate ladder, what am I doing to develop myself professionally? Am I stepping outside of my comfort zone to go and get the help that I need? I recognize that I'm missing some tools in my toolbox, but I know in order for me to get to that next level, I need to go and get the help that I need so that I can build my tools, sharpen my skills, but most importantly, I have to shift my mindset towards success. Isha Fox, <laughs> you are a pleasure to have on the show Thank today. You Thank so you much. so much. Thank for having me so much. Thank you for having me. on Life Talk with Chrissy, Thank and we'll definitely have you back. Thank you. All right. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on all social media handles at Christina King Rogers. Also, please leave your honest review on today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify.